Sometimes you might feel trapped between the right and the left. No one listens when you say taxation is theft. But there's a place where people know harsh government brings tears. So grab some glue and Adrena Let's make the timeline weird. Friends against government. Friends against government. I'm going to start recording, and not only am I going to start recording, uh, I don't give a, a shit what we talk about, because, uh, because it's a bonus you're high now? Because <laughs> <laughs> you're high now. Because <laughs> you're high now? No, 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 it's just, it's a bonus episode. I enjoy talking about football. Yeah, I did too. Nice little chit-chat. A little chitty chat. Well, Nothing pause. Like Chit-chat. We 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 we, got, we had you on here as a little bonus piece, uh, and maybe it deserves more time than we're we're probably going to give it. But um, you know, we we have you on. You're a pretty regular conspiracy court guy, and and it seems like the past few you've so, been on. We, actually, just on that note, I was uh, running some numbers in my head real quick uh-huh. before I came on today. Yeah, and I figure I might be the most or second most recurring guest. You oh, guys oh, have. you're the most recurring guest for sure. I think now, because I I've done. This is my fourth solo episode, and sure. I think I've done two or three partials. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. You've done two yeah. or three partials, and the only it, other... Who could be close, Carr? Who, who Aaron? Else? Aaron? Aaron's been on a bunch. He's done like three or four episodes. That's funny, because we haven't had Aaron on since the Halloween episode, have we? Or maybe we did. I, now, I don't, now I don't remember. No, might yeah, be right. we, for, for the Stefan Molyneux. That's right. You're right. Oh, shit. So Aaron is either first or second most. Pause, you're and, saying you're first? Yeah, me, well, me and him are neck and neck at least. Oh, I'm not sure shit. which one of us has yeah. more appearances. Yeah, and I tell you, I well, okay, and then the next, I mean, Rolo has been on a lot. Rolo's been on a bunch too. Yeah, yeah. Right? Rolo's Especially- now been on as much as uh, as as Mance though, right? That's yeah, yep. So, yep. And then Jake from the Damn Woods. Jake from the Damn Woods he, has been on several. Well, times. he's because done he, what three, right? Yeah, three well, or four. This is interesting. Now, I never, I didn't think I would ever have anything that could be turned into statistics. This is really a nice moment for me. Yeah, yeah, this is yeah. good. <laughs> well, you guys should feel special. The Fedcast has turned into a hell of a project. It's it's something like else with this road off, toad. No offense. This <laughs> oh, stuff God. spawned out of a Twitter group chat. It did. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the fact that it's turned into an actual thing. Oh, with God. We made it serious guests. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. This is a hell of a project. Well, shit. I mean, it's, it's nice to have statistics. It's nice to know. That there are people who are going. How many people have actually been on this stupid thing? That's- well, the the to to kind of turn that around uh, and flip it back at you, pause. It's kind of nice to have. We have like five or six guests that we can that we can like just message, get on the show, and they already know what the show's about. True, and like we don't, we can just kind of dive right in. True friends awesome against that. government. Yeah, true yeah. friends against government. Yeah. Welcome so. to the welcome to the Friends Against Wisconsin podcast. We are here today with uh, your favorite Wisconsinite, Professor De La Paz, uh, <laughs> and uh, we want to talk about what's his name? Da- uh, what is this guy's name? Who runs David Politis. Yes, because as I was saying, we had you on several times to do conspiracy court, and this subject always seems to come up at some point in it. 
and that may be because you're really attached to it or because it's it's relevant to uh, your area which I, it may be um what is the deal what is this thing and why do i hear about it so much so what really makes missing 411 david politis that's when he named his project what makes it so unique is the fact that he might be literally the only person in conspiracy culture today who has focused solely on statistics and hard evidence. You guys know exactly what I'm saying when I say that. Oh, yeah. Everyone's always got a story or they've got a million anecdotal things. But this guy has foiled the federal government for information and been denied like 30 times. Straight up. He's gone to the field. He's researched this. He's interviewed survivors' families. He's given literally the whole nine yards for information. And he makes a very, very, uh, I want to say, I don't know. I don't know what I want to say there. But he concentrates on getting hard evidence. And that's important because not nearly enough people are doing that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, arguably not anybody. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> well, I, w- I wouldn't say not anybody. Not anybody because of note. you guys know, I have projects in the world. Oh, right, yeah. Fire to the fire. <laughs> Right, that's true. It's it's not not anybody. It's just the people who who make the category that conspiracy researchers get put into are all dumps. Right. They're all dumps. Absolutely. Well, I think that's even being too generous because there is. Uh, oh yeah, and compromise. For a fact, <laughs> we know that some of them are misinformation agents. Yeah, I wouldn't like, even that's put a them known in. Fact that some of them are. That's right. One in particular who happens to uh, be on Joe Rogan a lot these days. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Ah, uh, man. Although he did come Wait, off as a human one? being. Uh, I have to say at least that. <laughs> uh, oh, Mr. Mr. Jones, is that who you're talking about? Uh, maybe, perhaps. Doc, doctor? Dr. Dr. Jones? Jones? <laughs> Dr. Jones? Speaking Dr. of which, Cart, did you ever get that uh, doctorate in metaphysics that you were showing me? <laughs> oh, man, I totally forgot about that. Holy what shit, is that? I need to do that. What do you remember a, that? What is a doctorate in metaphysics? Dude, I don't know. He tagged me in a fucking tweet to a website about this online university where you could get a freaking, obviously, uh, they were, what do you call them, diploma mills? Yeah, yeah. Diploma mill degrees in metaphysics and cryptozoology and paranormal sciences. I I seriously object to metaphysics being placed among those other things. And that's why I'm going to get my phony degree in phony metaphysics. Because it's going to piss me off that somebody would take the great art of metaphysics and, and, and reduce it to a bunch of grifting assholes and some respectable folks yep God i would 100 agree with you that it's actually inappropriate to lump metaphysics it is that's them. like a real but at the same time it's still funny <laughs> shit it, it's though. hilarious it's also hilarious that could be an actual professor it was like a thousand bucks it was like a thousand bucks yeah but here's the bucks. thing pause you you and i have this connection where i know that when you start talking about this stuff there's a level of pure entertainment that you get from it that it's not even that it's not even that you necessarily necessarily believe these things but you believe that other people do and that's what entertains you so all i'm saying is i object to metaphysics being put among these other silly these other silly things i like that (coughs) that's fair that's fair and car if you get your degree in metaphysics uh uh 
You'll gonna... never hear the end of Road Toad. You'll never hear the end of Lake Snake. <laughs> I'll bring Lake Snake back for this moment. I'll bring back Lettuce Man, Figglesworth. Lettuce Man! That's oh, another yeah, but, fucking throwback. But I'm going to know. I'm going to have new tools in my tool belt to combat those things because I'll, I'll have to Well, you know degree. what? You, you, better, you better have studied under the George W. Bush School of Preventative Action because I'm, I'm already going. <laughs> I am already have things going. I got like three... You bring out the nuclear takes on you. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I have like th- like three airplanes full of memes headed right at your towers, dude. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> let me just put it this way. The, the road toad is your metaphorical chemical weapons, and the phony metaphysics degree is my uh, pentagon. <laughs> and I'm Assad. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> just kind of sit, sitting in the middle of it, wondering small. what went wrong. <laughs> did we just lose the plot? I think we did. Uh, David <laughs> Politis. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that guy. Uh, tell me about him. Why is he someone I should believe? Missing 411, baby. Well, so maybe one strike against him, first of all. He did spend some time in law enforcement. Uh, Not at the potential strike. Not necessarily. In, yeah. in the context, in the very specific context of what we are dealing with here. I'm I'm almost willing to grant that that may yeah, irrelevant. Yeah, maybe ir- completely yeah. irrelevant. We're not yeah. talking well, about libertarianism. Sure. We're not talking about any of that shit. Right, irrelevant. Well, and, and for what it's worth, aspects. it wasn't working at the sort of like level of government in that that it would strike as any kind of foul or something. That's too. true too. I'm sure. But yeah. some people would hold that against him anyway, so I, I did want to qualify. All that. right, but we'll let's suspend disbelief here for that matter mm-hmm. and then we'll move well forward. as you know every yeah. time i come on here i believe in s- suspending oh, yeah. disbelief at yeah. at least the initial point oh yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah but uh so the reason that he's someone to be believed is because in addition to working so much with statistics and analysis uh he also has an educational background in that yeah and finally he also has search and rescue certification I don't know how often he actually does that, but that does yeah, play into what he's researching. He was my classmate. Say. He was my classmate at the uh, at the university. So he, <laughs> shut up, <laughs> shut up. It, he was he minored in. <laughs> he minor. He, he he took a degree in minor physics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he majored in search and rescue and minored in in uh, electro electronic voice phenomenon. <laughs> uh, no, okay, so. You're but, tell- so you're- what I'm saying is he has real credentials. Well, I was going to say, so you're He's telling me he has He's not someone who's, a- like, taking this on to himself. Ex- he has things. He has benchmarks that you can observe as being real. Experience. It's not some, like, waterhead that just, like, walked into, right. into like, not a field. Not like, Right, exactly. So he's got experience in law enforcement and probably investigation, maybe, perhaps. He's got yes. search and rescue uh, credentials. And and then the other thing was, he's an educator. I, I, yes, he, he probably, was briefly. He probably knows how to do research. So yeah. you, you synthesize these things, and what is Missing 411? So the Missing 411 project was named because his initial sample size was 411 cases mm-hmm. that just had no explanation whatsoever. What, and what are these cases? Mis- people going missing in national parks with no explanation. Say that you're hiking just in a line, right? Yeah. With three other people. The last person in the line would be gone. Like mm. you would say something to them, turn and look, and they wouldn't be there. Sure. 
and you'd find, say, their clothes neatly folded in a pile, but they would never appear again. Uh, so no body recovery? No. Hmm. So that's why they're missing. They're not, it's not dead 411. It's specifically disappearances. Yes. Huh. Yeah, and most of these cases, at least according to him, are still not marked as homicides. I was going to say technically still missing persons cases. And and would it be uh, just would it be factually accurate because I want to establish this here? Has anyone ever been removed from Politis's list? That is an interesting question. I want it because you know I want to know if they're my, all still missing. To the best of my knowledge, he has never been able to find an instance where a person has come back up. Mm. He has done research on cases where a person has been missing for an extended period of time. Sure. With no explanation and shown back up before he got to them. Ah. But the people that he has tagged as missing have never reappeared. Never been recovered. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I wanted to lay that out there because I find that very sinister. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's why I brought it up just to touch on briefly in that one episode I did back in the day now at this point. Oh, yeah. Shout out. But, uh, yeah, that makes it very important because it's – there's just too many cases of it at this point for us to say, oh, this dude just got lost in the woods. Right. And that's something that he actually actively filters for before he even takes a case <laughs> because he's talked about that pretty extensively in radio interviews as well. He has his own strict set of criterions for whether or not he'll even look into someone's disappearance. Hmm. Okay, man. So then, I guess, what does missing four one one do? Is the next thing you say it's looking for missing cases, very specific kinds, right? Specific areas yeah. too. Yeah. So at this point, it's mostly just how he makes his living. Hmm. So you know that itself might flag him as a grifter, right? Oh, it, good point. Okay. Which is possible. You can't ever rule anything like that out with anyone, no matter how much you enjoy their content. Right. So it's a research project primarily that he's been working on. But like I also said earlier, he's actively foiled the federal government any number of times for this information. Mm -hmm. He's made a point that he's been in contact with the National Park Service at every level. He's talked to individual rangers, park managers. He's talked to the... Um, Department of the Interior, I believe it was, that runs all these things. Mm -hmm. So I like to think that he's a sort of guy who mistrusts the government just based on that. He thinks they're okay. hiding something just based on the fact that he has uh, failed to get any of this information. What did, he FOIA, what did he FOIA the government over? Lists information and their own investigations into these missing peoples. Oh, so it was for this. Yeah, yeah, it was oh, for shit. this specifically. Wow, that's that's interesting. And every single time he's been denied uh, based on uh, classified information. Huh. Like, they've never given him anything. Huh. So th that's where it is now. He's compiled an entire book series. I want to say it's five or six books at this point. Yeah. Based on his research, trends that he's found in the actual data and interviews with the family of victims. Sure, okay. And uh, he and his son also actually tried to make a documentary mm -hmm. talking about it, not necessarily of their field research, but just a short little movie 
explaining it as another medium like hey this is what our project is this is what we're doing what's it called it's i believe it's just called missing 411 i found it on i found it on amazon it's not on prime it's not free but it was Mm. cheap so i bought it and watched it i wasn't super impressed there was nothing in there you couldn't hear in his free radio interviews or if you wanted to pay for his books but yeah man that's I don't even know where to go from here. Like what? It's it's pretty I, wild. I mean, from yeah, I, I, have, gonna... I, haven't, I haven't read any of his books, but uh, I, you know, I've heard him in interviews a lot, and he just sounds pretty level-headed. I know that's nothing like that I could take to court and say, but some some people like come on to an interview well, and yeah. you know like, the crackpot voice, right? How yeah, 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 exactly. High pitch, till talk the, super fast, and, never. And they'll they try to jam a bunch of information in rather than taking things point by point. Yes. And and David Politis is one of those that'll be like where somebody will be like, actually, I don't think I understood what you said here. And I'll be like, okay, let me back up and like take it from a different angle. This is exactly what I mean here. You know, and that he's like that type of guy. And so it's very whether whether it's right, you know, whether ultimately he's a grifter or not, he either is and does that aspect very well, or he's very genuine. Either way, it sets them apart from the rest of the conspiracy community because nobody can seem to grasp that that uh, single. No one else quite has that gift like him. Yeah, and I agree with you, Carl. I actually think that's what makes him a really good listen when you look up his interviews and whatnot. He is a guy that will very clearly lay out his information for you. He's not trying to hide anything that he's found. Right. Right. Hmm. What? Why is why are these first of all I guess first question is why are these investigations that missing 411 goes into why are they not being done by the local police So at a local level a lot of them have been touched at some point mm-hmm. but like most missing persons if they don't show up eventually they just get buried in the files and written off mm. You know to bring in the uh, namesake friends against government angle of this sure. like what are the cops going to fucking do for you Yeah man? you're right Yeah, yeah. So then who who funds this is the other question before I guess we get into like what have they uncovered so far? What do you suspect it is? What do they suspect so, it is? Who funds this? To, to counter the grifter angle, he's mm. got to do something to support his own research, right? Sure. And I suspect that's primarily what the books go to mm-hmm. because there's been no indication that he's a very wealthy man. Sure. Like I'm sure he's not on the edge of poverty or anything, but right. – you know, I, I suspect that a significant but maybe not overwhelming portion of his revenue gets reinvested in being able to go to these places and investigate things. Well, and I I'm, I would imagine he was in law enforcement or whatever for oh, a pretty long time, right. too. Good so he pension. may have retirement. Sure. He might have a pension, and I can't speak to that. I don't know his yeah, personal no idea. finances, hmm. but... The one time taxes has gone to a good cause. Yeah, right. literally the one time. <laughs> That's it, uh, man. So, what have they uncovered? So that's where it actually gets a little hairy. Sure, he will never talk uh, publicly about what he thinks. You know, he yeah. saves that for the books. Mm. But I've read two of his books now. And uh, he doesn't get into it too much either. Mm. And I think he's actually hiding it a little bit for credibility's sake. Because here's the other rub too, right? Before he started the Missing 411 project, before he got into that, he was also a Bigfoot truther. Oh, Oh, I forgot about that. (laughs) Damn it, that's like a knife. 
I would like to make very clear, uh-huh. he does not think that Bigfoot is behind it. But I think he avoids talking about the who because he knows that he might already have that reputation. I think the, right. I think the president believes in, in Bigfoot, so, you know, it's not, you know, it's pretty universal. Whatever. Yeah, oh, well, and I mean, maybe this is a blow to my credibility as a guest, too. But I'm at the point where I believe the dog man is an actual thing, uh-huh. even if it's not flesh and blood. Well, so you, I mean, you're in who the, the fuck industry. am I to talk about? Him? You're in the you're searching right. for him. Of course, you have to believe in him, right? Yeah. Like you. Otherwise, why would you do this? Well, look. If I disprove it, then I think I also right. stand to make some kind of profit on it. Right, that. but you have to at least kind of believe in it to want to even pursue debunking it. You know, right. <laughs> Or, or it would yeah, annoy you fair. so much that you'd have to debunk it, which I know the Dogman doesn't annoy you, you fear him. <laughs> well, I think everyone should fear him if stories are to be believed even a little bit. But. <laughs> what, do well, you, what do you fear, Car? <laughs> I would like to, yeah, the Dogman is the only cryptid you should that fear. there are stories of in our modern era that has malicious behavior, and people oh. need to remember that. Is that right? The only Toad. one. Toad. <clears throat> no. Toad. <laughs> toad. Don't See, that our expert believes in the toad. You have to, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's how this works. Uh, so what, missing, uh, what, what are some examples of malicious behavior by the dogman? Missing frog 1-1. One, one. Well, he will... It's been on record as having scratched up cars. Okay. As having telepathically fret, um, threatened people who have seen it. It has stolen deer carcasses from hunters, and it has attacked other animals inside of people. Dude, can I tell you that I think some sort of dogman attacked my car? Bird, did I tell you about this? I saw it. I sure saw it. We could derail the uh, missing 411 for a second because you had to. I need to hear whatever the fuck he's about to say. Okay, clearly you had to call 311. Pause. pause. I'm gonna DM you. I'm gonna DM you a picture of my car. It's in the shop right now, by the way. Okay, didn't you post pics? You no. need to do it on Discord because I'm not back on Twitter until later tonight. I'm reactivating oh, okay. my account so, in a couple of hours. So, why won't you post pictures of it, Car? Because of the sensitive information within the picture? Uh, I mean, I don't know. It's just like my. I, I guess I've posted my car before. I mean, my license plate's in one of them. Yeah, I, I was. I'm not pushing you to, but it would be interesting to show other people because yeah, it's weird looking. I'm kind of like sharing it in the inner circles first and then maybe I'll post it. But yeah, dude, pause. I'll, uh, there's creepy. no way I'm going to technologically figure this out. In a well, reasonable amount of time. how about this? I will DM you when I come back on Twitter later tonight and yeah. then you can just send and me the pic. Describe it and just describe it because it's easy to describe what happened. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so so I went out and I, and I would go to um, uh, start my car and um, it won't start. And okay. I, I had seen that... Like in a day prior, I had seen that like somebody ripped my fog lamp out what I had seen. But I live in an awful neighborhood and I know like back when I lived in Denver, I remember that people would steal like random electrical components from cars to make crack pipes out of. Hmm, sure. So okay. I, Reasonable. I, like, I thought that that's what happened. Right. And okay. so I was like, fuck, I got to go get like, do you think it would, fog- do you think it would help to tell the crackheads that they're violating the NAP? <laughs> yeah. I, somehow I, I don't, excuse me, citizens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so I, but then I go, I, I'm getting my car to go somewhere that then at night and, uh, like, la- like was that last night, maybe two nights ago and the car won't start. It would just won't it, nothing. I mean, it, it's not like it'll turn over and it, it just electrically won't, won't even initiate the sequence. Yeah. 
And so I get up, out of, I, I get up from the seat, go around, and I'm looking at the fog lamp, and something has scratched its way around. And pause. You will. I mean, bird, you've seen it. It's it's gnarly. Like it yeah, looks like yeah. something gnawed out my bumper, got in through the fog yeah. lamp housing, and then got into the engine bay and got and started just ravaging the wires in there. Like chewed everything up like cut like through a but like the the uh, engine wiring harness with a bundle of probably 15 copper wires went right through it you and, know uh, and jesus it's like it could have been a person but yeah i looked at it too it's like there's but almost got- no order in it i haven't well, gotten like- to the I haven't gotten to the weird part. So so now okay. you're thinking, okay, that's probably a rabid raccoon or possum or something like that. Like or that, a crackhead. That's reasonable. Yeah. Or, or a crackhead. With a, with well, like crackheads a are roughly on the same level as possums. Right. Yeah. I was going to say, like, a crackhead with a screwdriver would ma- almost make it seem like it could be an animal, too. Like, you couldn't tell if it was a raccoon. Well, no, no. They were deep in the engine compartment. Whatever it was that got in the engine compartment was small enough to physically oh, be in. So it. so we've ruled out okay. human. We've ruled out human. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Human, humans out. Too small. Okay. Too small. Uh, too yeah. Too, because it had to get in there. I'm I'm working on a two animal uh, theory right now because that's the only thing I can make. Like a make dualistic sense. theory. Like they worked together. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. We're we're that's what we're here to find out. Holy and shit. also, okay. do you? And by the way, you don't have any like small armed angry ex girlfriends, do you? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. I don't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Not, uh, not here anyway. The <laughs> ex-girlfriend is the most dangerous cryptid of them all. It I is. My comments about dog man. <laughs> Small armed girlfriend, dangerous creatures. No, but so that in itself is like okay, some rodent or something like that, some crazed rodent got in there and just went to town. Sure. But I also, if you zoom in and you look at my fender, and it's it's a Subaru, so it's all steel. It's a the steel fender up over my tire, which you know it's it's a it's not a low car, so. You know, it's something up a little bit. Mm-hmm. It took a hold of the fender, and there's teeth marks and a huge dent in the Jesus. in the fender, like and a bunch of teeth marks and shit. Like there, it just Man. like grabbed Did a hold have, of like, it. Like a fucking kind bar that fell behind the. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Like rolled Dude. away somewhere. I don't know, man, but they it, they went to fucking town, scratched up the bumper, chewed on the license plate for a bit, almost chewed the license plate off. What do you? And again, that's attributable. Are to you out in the but, burbs, or are you in an actual urban area? I'm in a I'm in a urban rough neighborhood. You guys get foxes okay. around there. A fox doesn't have the claws to do that. Uh, yeah, I don't know about those Mexican foxes, you know. So. Yeah. So I, I'm working Armadillo? with a two-animal solution because because I can't make the same animal that got into the engine compartment work with the fender. Right. What would have the bite strength, but also the claw strength, but also the smallness? Right. What I'm thinking is... A bear teamed up with a squirrel. <laughs> well, a bear is the very first thing I thought. I don't and think And I figure a bear anymore. might be able... They have the hand dexterity, though, to grab shit in the engine compartment yeah, if and, they can and reach a bear, it. And a, yeah, a small bear's claw could easily pass for teeth. Yeah, yeah maybe. But then again, I you get well, my bears down in Dallas. Bears are in that we don't, we don't have them right. down this far. Yeah, you don't have yeah. a, a, a bear in Dallas, Fort Worth. No. We have what about a, a midget? What about a like a small Nazi? What about a miniature either, Nazi? <laughs> a bear and a miniature Nazi. I like that. Well, so know. my working theory right now, besides the dog man, um, is that there was some kind of either cat or possum or raccoon, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the neighborhood pit bulls was chasing it, went in, went nuts, and the pit bull was trying to get in after that's, it and was just... Oh, that's tough. That's, 
That seems like an Relatively Occam's razor. Plausible. I don't know. That seems like it's kind of breaking some it razors. It is. It's very complex. So yeah. that does lead me. How about away this? From it. Here's my theory from hearing it. Well, I'd just like to point out that Occam's razor is actually bullshit, though. Oh, is because it? Because that's used as a way to just hand wave absurd possibilities out of discussion. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm not trying to hand that's wave. That's a tool though. of intellectual yeah. suppression. It's. I'm trying to. I'm not trying to hand wave though. It does seem overly complex. But, <laughs> but. Here's my thought. A person, potentially somebody who would have, you know, tried to take apart from your car, a person might have detached the, the uh, light in the evening, and then equally so, you live in such an urban area, a cat may have tried to burrow after the hole was made. That seems I mean, reasonable. I mean, but you, Bird, you've seen the picture where the, all the gnawing marks around the outside of the fog lamp housing. Right, but what's more plausible, one animal with the capability of doing both or a person and then an animal? But then you need a person and two animals. Why do you need because two animals? You, oh, you you're still got right. the fender. Oh, this is getting weird. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I mean, seriously, it, it kind of well, weirded I mean, me out. <laughs> the last episode... I was on bird got fucking abducted. That's true. And now yeah. you've been abducted by a cryptid. Yeah. Oh, my car has, it Your got abducted right been... to the fucking mechanic shop Shit. and a $500 deductible got deducted right, or abducted right out of my bank account. <laughs> <laughs> what a stupid, what a weird way, right? Like to, we could turn that into a libertarian thing. My money got abducted every, <laughs> like, <laughs> if you turned it into an aliens thing, that'd be funny. The um, fucking lizard people yeah. are abducting my deductions. Fuck yeah, man! <laughs> that you you. By the way, before we get back onto missing four one one, because just because I'm high doesn't mean I forgot. Did, <laughs> speaking of lizard people, y'all saw um, the Mormon guy blowing the candles out. Did you see this? The Mitt Mormon Romney. Mitt, Mitt Romney, Romney is his name. Okay. You saw you saw Romney. Blowing out candles on a cake. Everybody who oh, saw yeah. this video no. knows what I'm talking about. There I are did lizards among. There are lizards among us, and that video is. It has to be proof. Yeah, has to be proof. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. Because you're not on Twitter right now. You've you're isolated. Right. I, I've been on a multi day break. I want you I to. I want you to. Poorly informed. I want you to get right now. I want you to, if you can, Google somehow that video. Mitt Romney blows out candles. I when I want to hear yeah. your live reaction. You could skip. You you could skip to about halfway through any video you find, and you'll see him start to do what he does with the candles. And anyone who's listening, so I, I, I haven't watched this. Punched so. in Mitt Romney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Into my Firefox search bar. Yeah. Wait, wait, pause because I, I actually Mitt Romney birthday. Yeah, I haven't watched this either. Yeah, let's do it at the same and, time. Let's okay. do it at the same time because uh, yeah, get a video, skip to about halfway through the video, and you'll both be in roughly the same area. Do I need volume? No, you don't need volume because it's... So, he... I, I found a one-minute clip here. Is that yeah, yeah. going to be sufficient? That's fine because it's, it's really his action that is bizarre. You don't need to see it repeated more than once. Okay, well, I've got a bullshit ad running here, so... Yeah, let one that moment. run. Let that run. Car, you got a video? Uh, it's loading. I'm on CNN Politics. Fucking ad, damn it. I oh. found one on today.com, but uh, I let me go to CNN because I've got the CNN. You're going to sync it up? Yeah, I'm just going to get through the ad and then I'm going to pause it. So You're going to go to the Clinton five. News okay. Network, guys? 
Yeah, why not? Give I'll him get, some clicks. I'll get it too. Mitt well, Romney. look, if anyone is going to report on new on lizard men, it's going to be CNN, oh, right? Yeah, they just yeah, and they'll do it unwittingly, which is actually kind of exactly where you want to be with it. CNN. Exactly. I'm going full screen for this, by the way. Yeah, but, oh please yeah, do you know go what? full I think screen. I have to. Okay, okay, so no, where are we God. starting at? Hold this on. thing is a let's, minute fifty-six. Let's hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna just mute my video so I can watch it too, and we'll start it all at the same time. I'll let you know when. Okay. So this is a minute and fifty-six seconds, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, I encourage you to go on CNN Politics and search up uh, Mitt Romney birthday candles. Uh, video of Mitt Romney blowing out birthday candles lights up internet. Just search that. Join us on this. Pause until we say go. When I say go, we'll all turn it on, and I'd like to hear your reactions. Go. So you see, they bring in this Twinkie candle, right? I and love Twinkies. I don't hold that against him. He loves Twinkies, apparently. Oh, so th- there he is. So yeah, right. So this out. was this was targeted towards Mitt Romney. Obviously, this is a birthday cake. He likes, uh, you know, Twinkies. He yep. looks at them. He goes, "Oh my God, it's what I've always wanted." You know, his very yep. flacid way. Right. Watch this. Yep. Watch this. Do you see what? how he does this? What? You seeing what he does? Has he ever been to a birthday party? Yeah, and now we have a little couple joke videos that lit up yeah. the internet about it. But you, yeah. you, you see what he's and and pause. I put this on Twitter. You wouldn't have seen it. Uh, the answer to that is actually probably no. He's never been to a birthday party. He's well, a Mormon. He's Mormon. They don't celebrate their birthdays. Right. Mormons don't celebrate their birthdays. No, they don't no. celebrate their birthdays. And so they don't celebrate people, anything. You know, people are like, this is this is weird, but it's like, dude, if he's legit a Mormon, he would not know how to handle this situation. However, this he's never seen a video of someone blow out. <laughs> right. Right. Well, so I'm still letting the video they had run, and I just saw some dude ironing his own arm. Yeah, yeah. That I don't know what the fuck that was. That was bizarre. I don't know what's going on here, but yeah. Uh, basically one of three possibilities is no sorry one of two possibilities is true and either one i'm willing to accept at this point yeah the 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 reasonable possibility is that mitt romney because of his mormon heritage as well as the fact that he's a person attracted to politics is so detached from the real world that not only has he never had a birthday but he's never consumed any form of media which would have depicted a birthday yeah. And therefore, okay. he is not suited to be a politician because okay. he does not right. understand what it even means to be an average American citizen. Number one. Sure. Number two, okay. another possibility which will demonstrate why Mitt Romney is not suited to be a politician. He's not a human being. He's yeah. a lizard. And he's we an don't extraterrestrial. Mean that. Anything about his moral character. He's no, no, no. literally a lizard. He's I, I genuinely mean he is either an extra or or, or, or an ultra-terrestrial being who has come to this planet to exact his power over other beings. It's one or the other. And I recognize yeah. one of them is more reasonable, but is, but is it really the one that's more fun? Well, I would just like to point out that the reasonable one is that he is, in fact, a being from outside the perceptible electromagnetic <laughs> frequency spectrum. Yeah, right. He, he's clearly had to assume a physical form. I think right. when, when we say lizards, we don't mean reptilian quite literally. We just mean something different, <laughs> some other creature, some other being. All right. After we... I'm, man, that was freaking weird bizarre, he was right? like holding the candles absolutely yeah. bizarre very odd he was holding the candles. but here's bizarre. the can i can i point something out though sure he did it 
rather confidently and without hesitation. Right, because he's a politician, and he's going to do everything that he does confidently. That's okay, so you think that you think he had a split second in his mind where he said, "I don't really know what to do here," but he, but the politician in him took over before we could even, yes. you know, it could be captured on video. Yes, and he just went for it and just went. Yes, absolutely. I think that uh, you know, lizard or not, he's a politician. Um, and that, so that was his inner yeet. Telling yeah. him to just fucking yes. do it. He, do you know how car we like to talk about how we come we come on this show dick out. We don't rehearse. Yeah. We just go. Yeah. That's what a professional dick out looks like. Okay. Wow. That's what that's a politician true. looks like, and that's why you and I are not fit to be them. Right. Right. You yeah. know. No, that makes sense. That makes and that's why people joke about the lizard thing. Even you know, obviously, even if we're not talking about it being a different thing from a regular human, obviously, if we're just talking about him being human and we call him a lizard, it's because there's just something different about those kinds of people. Yeah. Right? They're wired a little bit differently little in their different. own head that they can just do something like a, that. And different enough. Do it. Different enough the way they think that if there was like a mental taxonomy, like. Where we, we could, instead of physical species, we could, like, group people's thoughts in a reasonable way, like they do with physical species. They would be different than average, right? They would just be So, different. did you just come out in favor of phrenology? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm saying that, that, if, that, that phrenology probably wouldn't even pick that up. I'm talking about the way people think. I'm not talking about physical. I'm saying... The physical thing can't be picked up. These lizard creatures, perhaps, are such good shapeshifters, physical things couldn't work on them. We got to really look at the way okay. they act, you know, the way they reason. Yeah. That's not mm. reasonable what he did, you know? No, not, not in any way, shape, or form. It's not reasonable that he picked the candles up individually. He didn't, because remember, again, this is how I know it was a split-second politician decision. Because any more than a split-second, he would have gone, wait a minute, nobody would pick these up individually. It would take forever. Right. Yeah. right. And that's how I know it was a split decision. That's how I know he's never experienced that well, before. That's how you know I'm just curious. That's what I'm saying. I'm just curious. Why haven't you experienced it before? Why haven't you seen it before? Missing 411, pause, please. <laughs> we can't be on this missing, lizard. <laughs> missing 411, Mitt Romney's prior 67 uh, I was, Yeah, no, I, my, my original transition I was planning was, well, now that we're finished to talking about one child kidnapper, let's talk about the rest. <laughs> <laughs> well, so that actually can be our connect there. Sure. There, so where it starts getting a little weird. Yeah. Where it starts getting into other conspiratorial topics. Absolutely. Is the fact that the demographic that goes missing the most are young children, mm. the very old, or the autistic. People on the vulnerable, spectrum. So vulnerable people. Exactly. Hmm. And you'll also find that regardless of what you think about it, that's a very common thing in quote-unquote fairy lore. In the original fairy tales throughout history, oh, in the stories people tell about yeah. fairies, yeah. Hmm. Huh. So that that's a really weird and interesting connection, right? I, and from there, you just get an information sprawl because where right. the fuck do you go with that? So we, he's got all the information, and and then there's the people it's targeting. Now I know you you've introduced me to this. I don't know whether or not you believe it, and you should confirm that. But I think what's so sinister about what you just said. Is that it indicates it's not animals. 
Animals don't discern between the autistic and the not autistic, but people sure could. Right, exactly. And also, the very old from fit adults, I don't think most animals could tell either. Kids, yes, but old to fit adults, I don't think so. So I guess what I was saying is believing in, is it, do you think this is like a group of people? That was what I posited as a possibility the last time we talked about this. A cult. And to put things on the record, to say what I think definitively, I think that it has to be some form of intelligence. And that's the furthest I'm willing to go with it. There's intelligent design of some or any kind behind what's happening. There's reasonable picking, right? There's a a modus operandi. Like, like, Like a bear doesn't have that. Correct. Yes, exactly. A, a shark, you know, or even this is what's funny. There, you know, people do believe in certain cryptids that are animals, right? Like, like yeah. you know, let's say a, a amphibious creature on the land, or or perhaps a Loch Ness monster. I, I don't know. I won't say. Um, right. But they, those creatures are still animals. They don't think like people. But then you have, like you say, your dogmans and your, you know, some people say Bigfoot that actually are supposed to be like thinking creatures. So you're saying right. it's one of those, that it's it's something that thinks, a human or some thinking cryptid. It's not like a chupacabra or anything. Yeah, I just don't see any possible way animals could be responsible for it. Yeah, that is, that is odd. I think... Um, and even with questions of scale, mm-hmm. I don't see any way that it's still just a rounding anomaly. Maybe people because he, are in- he started with four hundred and eleven, yeah, but he's sprawled out to several thousand cases at this. Uh huh. So it's growing. You think? Not necessarily growing, but Can- as he's doing his own research. He's finding and coming across more and more things that fit that set of criteria. Oh, he established so it's not that it's growing; it's just extensive. Right, correct, mm. yes. So, okay, one more thing I just want to maybe, and actually this could be potentially a little creepy to end on, but um, we told them like what the project is, and we told them what kind of data they found. What kind of situations were these people in when they disappeared last? They just straight disappeared during whatever they were doing. Oh, so anything like if they were if they were hiking, yeah, they disappeared off the trail. But it, but I'm if saying they were camping, they were gone out of their tent. I'm, I just want to make it very clear: this happens in like forested areas. It's not people disappearing from their homes. Well, oh, hold on. Oh, that's oh. weird. So here here's the twist over time, and I think I talked about this in that other episode too. Mm-hmm. It started in national parks. Oh, that's where David focuses his research oh, on the man. Right. But then it's happening but it's in been Boston reported too. around bodies of water. That's right. It's been reported in several major urban areas. Yes, that's right. It's it's all over. The more you look for things that fit. When you say it's, you mean those specific factors that seem to be related. Yes, yes. Very Those good clarification. Disappearings and so you don't know if they're related, but there's they're they're similar, certainly. Right. They have the same set of circumstance around them. Mm, that's creepy. I forgot that about the, the two cops in Boston who kind of also yeah. 
do that who've stuff. sprawled it out over bodies of water in cities. That's right, right. The smiley face, and that's oh, where I brought the connection right. in last time. The smiley face killer. That's right. Did we yeah. ever remember when we invited Paz on for the smiley face killer and just completely forgot about it for an entire episode? Yeah, I remember. And tried that. to close and, out the episode, and then we did more. We did like almost an hour more describing that. And <laughs> yeah. and you know what I'll yeah. do in the description, ladies and gentlemen, that episode's number will be linked. So. Mm. And it was a good one. That's one of the classics, people. It's kind of of a self-plug there, but... One of the classics, definitely. That was quality stuff. Ooh, that's creepy. And yeah, and you know what? We just, like, linked to the past. I'm fucking hyped about this. That was cool. That was good. (laughs) Yeah, I thought so. I like when we I like when we segue months later. (laughs) (laughs) There was this one time that we did this thing. Yeah, there was this one time we did this thing. That's right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, pause. I'd like you to give all your links out and, and, and such. Uh, before that, I do want to say, everybody, keep an eye out for Dark Tom Woods. He is a festering problem in this community, and he's a danger to so, us all. Before I give my plugs, can I just ask what the <laughs> fuck that's about? Is that something I missed while I was off Twitter? Yeah, something you missed while you were off Twitter. It has to do okay. with Mark Claire's episode. Uh, we, we, we we talked about it on a recent bonus episode with, with uh, Pete Raymond, Mance Raider. Uh you could listen there. It's uh, it's, okay. I'll, it's, I'll have to check out that episode. I think I'm probably too behind at this point, and it, I'd like to apologize for that. Oh, no problem. It's you know what it is. It's more fagcast creating cryptid humor for the fans. Okay, <laughs> because well, good because good. we 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 love the fans, right? Yeah. Because we care. This is what they want. Yeah, right. Because we care. So yeah, hit us with your plugs. Your show has been fantastic as usual, my friend. I I really enjoy yep. it. Thank you. So th- that's the big one, folks. At the Gaslight Hour. I think it's hosted on LibSync, so it's like gaslighthour.libsync.com. Yeah. Uh, it's a paranormal podcast. We've kind of got to focus on ufology, but we touch on everything. Which is so funny because you, you oppose ufology most of, almost all of the time. Yeah, well, so I and the founder are pretty E.T. skeptical, and mm-hmm. that's something... Dig through our back episodes. You'll see what I mean when I say that. Yeah, we're yep. we're pretty et skeptical. Yeah, bird got a bird got an accidental shout out on the last one. Yeah, I did. Did you? Do you remember oh, that? Oh fuck, he did, didn't I, he? Jesus, we were talking about him. I love a shout out. I don't even remember what it was, but it was really funny. And I and like I can't even. What was it? Man, I'm trying to remember. So we have. We do pretty extensive editing, right? There's a yeah. lot of bullshit that doesn't make our final cuts. And a lot of time it's that sort of thing, accidental name drops of somebody we know, even if it's just a pseudonym. Yeah. Like yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll say bird or car or the damn woods, or we'll say something and we're like, oh, maybe we shouldn't have said that. Cut it out. Or we'll name drop a grifter in the conspiracy community and we'll cut that out because we don't want to be fucking around with people bigger names and more clout than us yes but. you do but aside from that <laughs> well aside from that yes um yeah i don't remember what exactly we said i remember like I I got said, a we talk out. so much shit that gets edited out yeah i remember i remember about the shout out it was, it was I, I enjoy it i like i like being known yes i'm an egotist of course <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's me Listen to the Gaslight Hour. It's Do it. at the Gaslight Hour on Twitter. We are fantastic. Yes. I am fantastic. Yes. Thank you. Yes. You can follow me on Twitter. I've been on a brief sabbatical with a deactivated account. I'll be coming back 
tonight of the recording. So by the time this is out, I'll be back. Yeah. I'm at Dogman Respector. At Dogman Dog Respector. Yep. Yes. And if if you are crazy or stupid or charitable or saintly enough to support my field research into the Dogman, paypal.me forward slash Dogman Research. Love that it. is awesome. You you just gave a link to a PayPal about Dogman research. We've made it, guys. I think we're yes. we're making it. I do. We are here. Look, we're here. We've man, arrived. Whether or not any of us make it anywhere, this yeah. this journey that you guys have graciously allowed me to join <laughs> you on has been some of the most goddamn fun I've ever had in my life. Shout the it fuck has been out fun. To, shout the fuck God. out to making it weird, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, gotta keep making it weird. This summer we gotta make it weird. Oh yeah! Oh, oh man, it's gonna summer. get fucking weird. As soon, I'm thinking about doubling down. Oh yeah! As soon as the real spring weather hits here, oh yeah, I'm going to the Wisconsin State Parks. That's where oh, my journey starts. Oh fuck yeah! Hell yeah! We'll get, we gotta yeah. get. We got update. We gotta get updates. Well, I, that's what I was thinking. I mean, I, I I hadn't even this hadn't even crossed my mind. But can we get the whole gaslight hour on? Uh, so I'll have to talk to the other gentleman, but uh, okay. I I think that's entirely possible. Sure. I mean, it'll be up to you guys. I'm sure you have a guest schedule or some sort of system, eh, no matter right. how ad hoc it is. Yeah, you'd be surprised quite how ad hoc it is. <laughs> <laughs> I know our, I know the quality of our show doesn't reflect that. <laughs> right, let's go down, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I'll talk to them and I'll let you guys know. Cool, cool. That'd be a great little right. episode or bonus episode or something. So, how many right hands? On. How many hands? Oh. We got two, bird. We got two. Peace!